Hello, this is Roger Schaus, and this is Jumpstart Rewind. This is part of our Heavenbound podcast family. Jumpstart number 2975, first written December 1st, 2021. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. There's appointed time for everything, and there's a time for every event under heaven. The time between Thanksgiving and Christmas seems to fly. Families are so busy, special events, visiting other family members, so much to do that the fun and the joy of the holidays can become stressful. You'd think with all of our technology we have today that we would be more relaxed than ever. Our grandmas and great-grandmas couldn't throw a load of laundry into the washer, fill the dishwasher up, program the Roomba, and go off to other places. Not back then. They had to stay and wring out the clothes and hang them on a clothesline. Dishes were washed by hand. The room was swept by a broom or a vacuum. We can do so much more. Shopping online, ordering food even before we reach the store, banking via our phones. We found ways to do things without literally ever being in the store. And yet, here we are as busy, tired, and stressed as ever. And Solomon's words seem to haunt us. He says there's a time for every event under heaven. And we wonder about that. We keep telling ourselves there simply isn't enough time. Here are some suggestions that might help. First, learn to say no. You need to say this kindly to others. You can't go everywhere. You can't keep running. Your body needs rest. Interestingly, God built in the Jewish system a day of rest. And now in the New Testament age, we live as if we never need that. Stay home. Put on some holiday movies. Leave your phone in another room. We also need to say no to ourselves. You don't have to make every cookie in the inventory of holiday cookies. For me, this year, it's a battle with the leaves. I've already spent more than three different days getting the leaves out of my yard, and yet my yard still needs more attention. It hit me the other night. I live with the woods behind my yard. I'm going to have leaves in my yard. I'll get to it when I can. Secondly, find time to think and pray. This is a great thing to do when you go to bed or just wake up. Get organized and get a plan. Run it through your mind and put some prayers on that plan and then attack it. Being disorganized is not only a waste of time and energy, it leaves one feeling overwhelmed and defeated. Make lists. Put things in order. Before company comes, lots of new product of things with meetings and those kind of aspects. Before sports teams execute a play, they've talked about that play and practiced that over and over again. Thirdly, remember the little ones get tired, bored easily, and need time to rest and play. Little ones can't keep up with your schedule, and they'll melt down first. When that happens, your stress level escalates. Keep that in mind as you hurry about this holiday season. And fourth, don't cut God short. Don't skip Bible readings. Don't rush through quiet times. Don't skip a day because there's so much to do. This only sprinkles guilt upon that stress and makes you feel even worse. Not everything will get done, but most that won't get done, no one even knows about that. Your house may not look like the cover of a magazine, but that's okay. Someday those little ones will be grown up and moved out. And when they think back about the holiday times, what do you want them to remember? Mom and dad shouting at each other, how stressed the parents were, and how everything had to Everyone had to walk on eggshells because of the tensions of getting everything done perfect. Is that great memory? It's not. How about the fun and the joy of being with mom and dad? How about the games you played together? How about the sing-alongs? How about the trips to the grandparents? In Solomon's grand picture of life, we refer to as the seasons of life, there's a time for everything. His list includes the big things in life, some of which we have no control over. We don't decide when a death will take place. That's not our call. And death wrecks our schedules and our plans. 
and death happens, even during the holiday periods. The psalmist said to be still and know that I'm God, Psalms 46, verse 1. There's a difference from being still and being idle. The idol is in neutral because he has nothing to do or he doesn't want to do anything. Being still is a choice. It's medicine for the body, the soul, and the mind. I tend to think that worship is that way. For us preachers, it's a very busy day with all the things that must be done. But even in that, once the worship begins, the mind, the body, the heart settles into sweet fellowship with the Lord. A tired soul can feel rested during worship. I don't view worship as yet another thing that has to be done and checked off the list. Instead, it's a choice. It's good for me. It's good for the Lord. And that period of worship can shake things up on the inside, and I can realize that I don't have to do everything that was on my list. What is important is family, love, and, of course, Jesus Christ. When the Revelation writer mentions rest from our labors in chapter 14, verse 13, it wasn't about holiday shopping and plans that we had in mind. The labors contextually was connected to what they were enduring. They were being faithful in the midst of an oppressive environment. There was a battle going on. There was a work that they were doing. The rest is connected not to Christmas, but the spiritual journey that they were on. Take a breath. You'll be fine. Remember the big picture. Put a smile on your face and remember who you are and where you're headed. Rest for the wearied soul. Rest for the hurried soul. Something we do need to think about, especially in these busy times that we're in right now. Thank you so much for listening.